Hey, what's up? I'm Mooka Chanel, and you're now listening to the Shine Season Podcast. All right, you guys, you're now tuned into the Shine Season Podcast, and I have the honor and the privilege of having a special guest today who is near and dear to my heart, my friend, my brother, Montavis Hall. And I'm so excited to do this episode because we are going to be talking about the power of power and the power of why he is the most fit person to be a candidate for the 84th presidency of something really major and really big. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Montavis, tell them, you know, how you feeling? What hey, everyone. Doing? My name is Montavis Hall, and I'm super ecstatic. I can't even put how I feel as a words right now. <laughs> I'm loving this because you're giving me, like, real presidency vibes right now. Like, it's, it's crazy because we're friends, but to see you in this light of, like, really stepping into this public figure, if you will, I love it. Can you tell me a little bit about how this process has been for you, like getting everything together for this big thing that you're getting ready to face? I will say right now it has been a stepping stone for me. Um, it hasn't been easy, but it hasn't been so difficult because, you know, I adapt well to things. Um, I'm so excited about my platform, which is Power. And the reason why I chose Power is because I felt like I relate to Ghost. Ghost has a different side of him that not many people see. And I feel like me, being myself and my personality, everybody sees the high spirit of Montavis, but it never sees the business side of Montavis. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this shows that everybody has multiple sides that needs to be seen all over, just not the cover of a book. Right. So... Just to give a little backtrack to the listeners who may be listening and may be like, what are you guys even talking about? So we are part of HBCU culture. We both go to school within the AUC. So we know what it's like on a day to day. But for the mass, you know, just the general public, they may be kind of confused when they see you campaigning for power and you're talking about SGA. So can you just give some like insight into what this all means to somebody who may not be emerged within our culture? So basically, when you come to an HBCU campus, the purpose of SGA is to advocate for the students. Oftentimes, people think of SGA, they think of basically the face of the student body. But in my interpretation, I feel like everybody's part of SGA. Everybody has their own representation. Everybody's voice needs to be heard. And I'm here to advocate for that. Mm -hmm. So can you talk to me a little bit about your journey from high school to college? Because... You're a junior, you're approaching that final year. I want to know what Montavis was like when he was in high school. What was Montavis like as a freshman? What was Montavis like as a sophomore? Like, what was that journey like for you to be like, you know what, I'm actually going to try to be an active student and not a non-active student? Because when people see you around campus, you do so many things. You're a multifaceted person. You're that person you can hang out with, go out with, but you'll also go with you to a student council meeting. So it's just like, can you talk to me a little bit about how you became who you are today. Okay, so with me coming from high school, I was already engulfed in, like, SGA roles, um, advocating for the students in dual enrollment, on the board of um, students that did dual enrollment. So when I came to college, I said, you know what, I want to dip out and do more and dive into more things because as I've seen, most of the time when you're in SGA, um, the smaller orgs don't get enough attention. So my freshman year, I joined basically Tigers. I joined almost half of everything. And I put my all into everything, and I realized I was more passionate about 
meeting more people and showing more spirit. If you not know, if you don't know me at all, you know I have spirit. I'm now the chant consultant, so basically I don't want to come with all the chants, the dish, the dish thin, <laughs> and all that of sorts. So far, if, if you haven't seen me on that, you probably see me walk during the runway for mm-hmm. homecoming or during right. different shows, or you probably heard me spell me telling them how to walk them as they should. Period. So it's just like <laughs> I would say my journey here experience that only. I can't even explain right now, but I can tell you it's just been phenomenal. You. So I would like to know as a student, because for the most part, me even just being your friend, I always see you as like just this strong, happy person. Like you're just always so positive, always so vibrant, always so high spirited, willing to do whatever, however, whenever for whoever needs it. And I want to know where did that come from? Like, have you always been that person? Like what? Like, just how do you do this? Like, it's just, to me, it's but, really amazing. Basically, yes, it may seem I'll be happy all the time, which I am. Um, Of course, I fall just like everybody else, but I get back up. What I would tell anybody is, you can't focus on the nose. You can't focus on when you fall. It's all about your comeback afterwards. It's what you do afterwards that really matters. Mm-hmm. And if you focus too much on how you got told or no or how you fall, then you're going to never move forward. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to just dust your feet off. Wipe your hands and keep it going. And with that mindset, you'll be able to achieve anything and you'll always be able to come back 10 times harder than you originally did. I love it. See, that's what goes into my platform of persevering. See, persevering, as we all may know, we all have sometimes either failed short or had our shortcomings when it comes to me as my freshman year. I did not know how I was going to come back to my beloved institution. By the grace of God, I received a scholarship. With me keeping my scholarship and being steadfast and being humble and make sure I kept my ear to financial aid, I was able to stay here and become a junior and a rising senior to graduate in the class of 2021. Yes, period. Okay, so let's get into power because mm-hmm. you released the visual. The flyers are everywhere. I was just shook. Like, oh, my goodness. It's a big bridge down. Hey, mm-hmm. hey. So what I is I live in power? the AUC. Hey, hey. <laughs> I love it. So can you break down Being these Being ain't for enough me? for me. Period. So what is power? Power is basically persevering optimistic why excel and responsibility so persevering like i said it talks about our financial shortcomings about how we're still being steadfast and it's true to be optimistic that basically just keep meaning keep your faith and have a positive mindset while being confident um w is your why oftentimes we are still trying to figure out what is our purpose what is our reason and it's okay if you need reminding why you are here because you are here for a reason and for a purpose it excel us excelling to the best of our ability knowing that you gave your all to something and you got the best outcome and r is responsibility my r i really hold dearly and my p i hold dearly because my r is responsibility and i really believe in it's is in your power to not only hold yourself but your brothers accountable Yes, I love it. I'm so excited to see how this plays out. I hope everybody goes out and votes and makes sure that they support this movement, support this campaign, because I think that it is truly powerful. No pun intended. Yes. <laughs> yes, the power is in your hands. It's in our hands. Yes. The power is in your hands, but it's really in our hands. Don't forget, voting is 26th through the 28th, so please go out and vote. Check your emails. Check your banner. Vote. Yes. So my final question for this part of the show would be when this is all said and done and everybody votes and everything is done. And I truly believe that it's going to play out the way that it's supposed to. But what would that mean to you to be a part of a legacy of an HBCU that comes from such a powerful legacy of such an uh, alumni that 
is just so extensive and just from all parts of the world. Like, how would this feel for you being a part of that legacy and putting your mark in history on your campus? I will hold that legacy so dearly, but one thing I do want to change, I want to change the dynamic of how we view things. Oftentimes, when people look at people in SGA or that hold a big um, mark on campus, they often don't view them as students. And I want people to realize that we're a student just like you. We struggle the same fight that you struggle. We're going through the same thing as you. So we can't always just act like a robot. I want you to, I want to realize that we are human as well. Also, I want to shine a light on the working students, the ones who have to work two jobs just to cover their tuition or books or just to financially live. I just want to shed light on the work state of students or the ones who work in a cab, Chick-fil-A, Starbucks, or even with Airmark. I want them to know that they have been seen, they have been heard, and that their work ethic have not been ignored. I also want to shed a light on my transfers. You're not out here alone. You have people out here for you. You have people who's rooting for you. You have brothers who are in your corner. It's so many things I want to shed the light on that I feel like it's time that we shine the light on them. Yes, I love it. Shine Steven MH for VP. We are so excited and we wish you, or I wish you all the best of luck. And I'm just so excited to see how this plays. You guys, make sure you go out and vote. Did you know that you can stream the Shine Season podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud? Head over to any of those streaming platforms. So it is now time for the self-care segment of this show. And here on Shine Season, my Tavis, I like to highlight and keep a healthy balance between Black culture and mental health. So what are some things that you do as a Black man in society to upkeep your self-care routine? Like if you have any tips or anything that you're doing right now to kind of keep your mental the way that it should be. Um, basically, how I keep my mental in check is basically, for some reason, I have this weird obsession with candles. I love candles. Go to bed at the end, I get the most affordable candle that I can afford yes. on a college budget. <laughs> um, after that, I like to light it, and I like to play my own music that I like, or my own playlist, my own favorite mix of, of the mood that I'm in. Okay. And sometimes, I just like to, just, it, it, this may sound weird, but sometimes, I will literally talk to myself. Okay. Do you journal? Are you a writer? I like, or I would, you like to like literally talk in a like I would literally like record myself talking uh-huh. and I play it to see how like how it sound and how okay. I feel because it feel like it feel like I'm actually talking to a person like it's something that you probably just want to do with you on your own you don't want to share with nobody mm-hmm. so like to sit, feel like I'm talking to somebody I would literally record myself like I'm on the phone uh-huh. and talk <laughs> talk it out yes and then once I hear myself okay I feel so much better I delete it okay you better make sure them delete it so what does somebody find those. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm playing with you. But I like that. It's very inventive. It's like you get a little aromatherapy, a little technology. Okay, self-care. All right, so this is my favorite part of the show. Okay, this is the Who's on Ox segment. You know, we in the car and you on Ox. Who you playing? Who's on Ox for you? First, I'm playing myself. You know, I got a Power EP <laughs> okay, out. The Power is. EP is dropping tomorrow. tomorrow? Tune in at 8 o'clock. I live in the AUC. Hey, hey. No, but ain't enough for me. It's G A V P. I gotta take it all. Hey, I'm the one that you folk call me. B V P is all I see. Vote my Tavis. You won't even regret it. My EP dropping tomorrow, y'all. My EP dropping tomorrow. Come cop that. Come cop that. 
<laughs> I love it. So that's the only thing we bumping right now. Like, it's nobody else on your okay. playlist. We got to get my girl Tink. Tink dropped the album. Yes, Hopeless Romantic. Yes. Yes. We got to play Tink. Coming to see you. Yes. We still got to bump my girl Summer Walker. Okay. And then when you feel like you on your stuff, uh-huh. you feeling confident, future. Okay. So it's a real vibe. This is a vibe. I like it. I like it. All right, y'all, now we're at the end of the show, and I want to send a special thank you to my special guest, Montavis Hall, AUC. You guys, make sure you guys go out and vote, vote, vote. But before the show is over, I have to leave you guys with the affirmation of the episode. It is, power at its best is love, implementing the demands of justice. And justice at its best is power, correcting everything that stands against love. All right, y'all, talk to y'all soon. As always, shine bright and share your light. Peace.